Bulletin, a New South Wales MP backs calls for a new coronial inquest into the death of an indigenous teenager 35 years ago. NDIS authorities report widespread abuse in Australia's disability group homes. And in rugby news, Dave Rennie sacked as Wallabies coach while Eddie Jones returns. New South Wales parliamentarian is backing calls for a new coronial inquest into the death of an Indigenous teenager in Tamworth 35 years ago. Upper House member Sue Higginson says the investigation into how Mark Anthony Haynes died has always been inadequate. She has travelled to Tamworth today to meet with the teenager's family who maintain Mark met with foul play and want a new coronial inquiry to give the family some closure. His uncle Don Craigie says the family has never been given a plausible explanation about how the teenager died. Still looking for justice, but first of all, we want the truth in what has happened to our boy Mark. Because we said way back then, this does not add up. It does not compute. The 17-year-old's body was found on train tracks on this day in January 1988. A man who witnessed a deadly plane crash in Nepal has described, described the moment he saw the plane go down in Pokhara. Sydney resident Deepak Shetri says the Yeti Airlines plane was flying in an unusual way before it crashed, killing at least 68 people. Mr. Shetri has told SBS Nepali that he was able to reach the spot where the plane first hit the ground. The plane was going up and down, which was a bit unusual, and some people who saw it from the other side said it flipped like a fighter plane. The fire brigade came only after 20 minutes of the accident, and at the time we could still hear people screaming. The Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade has not yet officially confirmed reports an Australian man was on the plane and died in the crash. A new report says disabled people living in group homes are still subject to high rates of violence seven years after a Senate report identified issues of neglect and abuse. The 2015 Senate inquiry concluded that violence, abuse and neglect of people with disability was was both widespread and took many forms. The new report by the National Disability Insurance Scheme Quality and Safeguards Commission examined the seven largest providers of group home accommodation, finding that Australians living in these facilities had been involved in more than 7,000 reportable incidents in the last four years. More than 1,700 of these incidents involved a serious injury to a participant, while more than 1,200 involved neglect, with 960 cases of unlawful physical contact and 112 of unlawful sexual contact. NDIS Minister Bill Shorten has told the ABC strong action must be taken to address the violence. The interface with health isn't uh, as effective for people living in supported accommodation as it should be. So I think these are some of the factors which drive it and also making sure that participants, if they're vulnerable when they're in group homes, are accommodated with people uh, who they can get along with, not people for whom they might be um, subject to health and safety risks. 
A surgeon who performed hundreds of potentially inaccurate colonoscopies in the Victorian border region has been temporarily banned from practicing medicine in New South Wales. The Healthcare Complaints Commission says it is now conducting further inquiries to determine to determine if any more action needs to be taken against Dr. Liu Ming Schmidt, though the ultimate responsibility for cancelling registration does not lie with them. The temporary suspension follows a review which found up to 2,000 patients did not have their colonoscopies completed properly. The patients are awaiting advice on whether they need to have their procedures repeated to ensure they do not have cancer. Key figures in the New South Wales government say they are not ready to move on from uh, damaging revelations that the state's premier wore a Nazi uniform to his 21st birthday party almost two decades ago. Treasurer and Deputy Liberal Leader Matt Keen has appeared on Channel 9 saying he will not be seeking to topple Dominique Perrottet after the premier admitted wearing the Nazi costume. Mr. King's remarks follow the referral of the state premier to police by New South Wales minor party leader Robert Borsak, who says he has concerns that his preselection declaration may have broken the law. Mr. Borsak hopes to use his position on the Parliamentary Public Accountability Committee to push for a probe into Mr. Perrottet's fitness to be premier, but that is likely to fail with Mr. Borsak outnumbered on the panel by major party MPs. Mr. Perrote himself says he's not concerned by the move. No, and, and um, you know, Robert Borzak uh, has uh, his own problems. Uh, he, he, is, you know, he has relevance deprivation. He has lost his entire members in his party. A former female member of, of Afghanistan's parliament has been shot dead in the capital city of Kabul. Local police chief Molvi Hamidullah Khalid says the former MP Mursula Nabizada was killed in her home along with one of her bodyguards. Her brother and a, sec- and a second security guard were injured while a third guard has reportedly fled the scene with money and jewellery. It's the first time a parliamentarian from the previous administration has been killed in the city since the, pal- the Taliban takeover in August 2021. Peru has extended a state of emergency for another month amid deadly protests against the government in the country's worst violence in 20 years. The extended emergency measures signed by President Dina Bularte grant police special powers and limit freedoms, including the right to assembly. They apply to the capital city of Lima and the southern regions of Puno and Cusco. Peru first announced a month-long nationwide state of emergency in mid-December, shortly after demonstrations broke out over the ousting of former leftist President Pedro Castillo. More than 40 people have died in violent clashes between protesters and security forces since early December. Back home, protesters in Tasmania have halted a mining operation today, which they claim is drilling illegally in an ancient rainforest. The Bob Brown Foundation alleges that WA company Venture Minerals has begun drilling and road construction in the Tarkin rainforest without approval from the government, having failed to submit environmental impact statements for the proposed mine. The foundation's campaigner for the region, Scott Jordan, says they called on Federal Environment Minister Tanya Plibersek to act, but he's worried environmental concerns are going unaddressed. 
we've seen numerous actions at the Venture Mineral site that we're at today and, and other sites run by this company stopping them doing illegal works and yet they've never been prosecuted. And so it, it really is one set of rules for environmental protesters who are seeking to have the laws upheld and another set for the companies who break them. The campaigner says police are en route to attempt to remove the protesters. Minister Plibasek is yet to release a statement. The Victorian Police, the Victorian Police Force, are on the verge of launching a massive recruitment drive. Victoria Police are preparing to contact people who have previously expressed an interest in joining, coming through seven years' worth of details it has kept from careers, information sessions, or police fitness test inquiries in a bid to draw out new recruits. Anyone who applied but missed out will also be contacted, as well as those who withdrew applications. The police are expected to reach out to more than 40,000 people in total. And to sport, and Dave Rennie has been sacked as the coach of the Wallabies Rugby Union side. His termination is effective immediately. Taking his place is former head coach Eddie Jones, who takes the job again 18 years since he last held the reins. He will now lead the Wallabies into this year's World Cup under a new five-year coaching deal that will last through to 2027. And now having a look at the weather around the country, Broome, partly cloudy 31, Perth, sunny 29, Adelaide, cloud clearing 35, Melbourne, mostly sunny 29, Hobart, partly cloudy 21, Albury, Wodonga, mostly cloudy 34, Canberra, cloudy 28, Wollongong, partly cloudy 25, Sydney, much the same 28, Newcastle, also partly cloudy 29, Brisbane, a possible shower 28, Townsville, partly cloudy, 29. Keynes, showers and a possible storm, 31. Alice Springs, mostly sunny, 36. Darwin, a shower or two and a possible storm, 32. And the Torres Strait Islands, a sunny day ahead and a top of 30 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News. 